What is going on? Another fabulous week. Second week in a row for some great racing at Old Southwick. I still can't believe they pulled that race off, man. Looking at the Weege preview show with all those big things. Yeah. Uh, huge, just holes. I don't know what else to call them. Just holes. It was even but, hard to gather how big that was until that his video where he actually stepped in it. Because the pictures oh, yeah. looked huge, but then when he stepped in, it's like, oh, okay, that's actually really deep. Yeah, it was bad. It, but hats off to the track crew, man. They they pulled one out there. I guess it it is kind of nice that Southwick is pretty much all sand. You know, as Jesse says it, you can uh, change the whole landscape just by dumping a beer. So <laughs> yeah, they they're probably used to it over there. But, Quite a bit, yeah. Before we jump into it, let's give give our big shout out to Sean over at Bro Taco Hot Sauce, BroTacoFoods.com. Use code PTTG for twenty percent off your Bro Taco Hot Sauce order. All of it, just order all of it. Keep him busy. He's posting on Facebook a lot, so he must be he must not be super busy. We no. we got to change that. Got to work him enough. up. Yeah. That and I want that shirtless dude on the CV 750 to ride through town over here and get hit by all the bugs, man. I almost commented on that photo today. I was like, when did you get a photo of me at the grocery store? <laughs> also, we got Sunstar Sprockets and Chains, SunstarDashBreaking.com. Use code PTTG30 during checkout. To get 30% off your order, that's for both Sunstar and Breaking Products on the website. Go ahead, hit them up, get you some some goodies for your uh, for your bike. Sorry, Tiller, nothing for the GS. We are not that fancy. We do dirt bike stuff, some street stuff, but it's no. Okay. One day I'll get a bike with a chain. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing for the fancies, but. <laughs> While you're out there perusing the old interwebs, make sure to stop by Power, the number two, the ground. Check out the work that Jesse's been doing to the site. It is a uh, a labor of love, and he loves Moto, so he is definitely laboring quite a bit. Uh, stop in, see it. He's always posting different stuff up there. Uh, like I said, he does a lot of work to try to keep everybody entertained because I have the attention span of a toddler. So usually if I can remain fairly entertained on a website, that means he's doing a pretty good job. Uh, <laughs> Somebody's doing a good job. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's true. i surprised I get through this whole show without getting distracted and like walking away or something like that. What was that? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, this podcast and the website – are both powered by NovaPro Media. NovaPro.media, I think, is the website. I should probably write it down. Um, but speaking of being distracted, I always think that I'm going to write it down, and then I get distracted and forget to write it down. So uh, hit them up. That's what uh, it is. Is it? NovaPro.media. Look at that. My old brain power it's flying on 100% today. It's probably because I stopped and got that peach milkshake before we started, man. Got me all juiced up, ready to go. No <laughs> <Good old> peach. <laughs> right. So, NovaPro.media. Get all your media stuff done. Uh, that is another one of Jesse's things that is going on. And as you can tell, he does good things. Uh, he's pretty much built this whole podcast from the ground up. 
him and Steve. It's uh, it's hard to say Steve with like an excited voice without sounding like the mom from Waterboy. I just realized that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck here with Steve. <laughs> but it's, uh, sorry to everybody named Steve out there. I am a child, but uh, at least it's entertaining. I don't know. <laughs> other than that, uh, I don't know. How's the week going so far, Taylor? It's it's Monday, right? So um, it is. We are one day closer to the 2020 Yamaha two strokes being delivered in Ohio. That's the way I look at it. I think I probably will. Don't tell my wife who is probably listening to this upstairs and I'm waiting to hear her yell like through the little delay. And when I say it to when it comes over Facebook, like you are not getting another bike. Ah." (laughs) But we'll see. We'll We'll see. see. Don't tell her. Okay. I mean, they're like one of the cheapest new bikes you can buy. So. Oh, yeah, and probably the most fun. I mean, the old, eh, they're fun, man. I'm kind of old, kind of fluffy, but a 125 will get me where I need to go fast enough for me to get there entertained. So it's, uh, and they're cheap to maintain. And they did a bunch of updates to them, which is awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, those, uh, yeah, I mean, mean, I've always thought about getting one of those because that's why they were. So relatively inexpensive was because they, you know, kind of kept them the same for a while. But it's a for like a twenty years. Yeah, yeah. two fifty, right? It's two fifty two stroke and eh, whatever. But yeah, now that they're oh, updating yeah. them a little bit and not massively increasing the price. It's kind of like, well, yeah. That that's kind of how I feel, man. I'm like, man, what's the worst that can happen? I got to yeah. call Athena, get like a a big boy kit. Oh no. What am I gonna do? <laughs> you know, I made worse decisions with bikes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, one day we'll uh, get to do an old garage walk around of the old 125 sitting in my garage that hopefully my wife doesn't see. So, so this blue one's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. It looks just like the other blue stuff sitting in there. The Sportster's blue. The the quads blue. The golf cart's black, but I'll paint it blue. It'll be all right. <laughs> it's just a really dark shade of blue is all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's Not just all the blues combined to be one really, really dark blue. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But uh, Other than that, I mean, that's probably the most exciting news. If you're from around Ohio and you do cross-country racing, then you know the Ohio Youth Cross-Country weekend was happening this past weekend. Um I took the kids up there. They did their first all-day track experience, and they were stoked. Heard about it for two hours on the way home. Quads well, they were actually fast. not worn out, or they were just still so pumped from moto adrenaline that they couldn't fall asleep. Both. They were, like, so tired. They were being super weird, mm. but so excited that they were being weird, so it was, like, double weird. They're like, quads and dirt bikes go fast. Play in the dirt. Jump high. <laughs> I'm like... Yes. That's yes. Exactly right. Oh yeah. So they were pretty excited about that, but I did get an interview. I have to finish editing it. Um, my like one hour of free time a night makes it kind of hard to interview or edit interviews. <laughs> However, we'll get it done. I'm going to try to, I might try to sneak it into uh next week's show. Uh, and that is, uh, he finished third overall through the youth day and he had the ride of his life. 
Like I, I, I was telling him when we were there, I was like, man, if I didn't, if I didn't know it was you riding, I think it was like Bryson Neal or something, man. Like he showed up to race this weekend. It was awesome to watch just how excited he got too. Like watching the kids, if you guys don't go watch youth races, see how excited they get and how, like how much they care. They care more than the pros, man. And they get excited. And the pros are like, yay, I finished the race. <laughs> you know, and what the kids are, they get down, man. So it's a big passion of mine is, is the youth racing across the nation, but especially in Ohio, man. So yeah. it was nice to uh, go be a part of that and be able to take my kids for their first time and see all the other kids running around. So now I'm going to have to add a YZ125 and maybe a couple 50s to my garage. I don't know. I'm not by the neighbor's house just so I can keep stuff <laughs> keep stuff over there. <laughs> what? Tell them they don't need their garage. Oh, yeah. Other than that, man, not much else going on. Um, I think Yamaha was the last one to release their 2022 models, and they finally did, so... If you live in California, I do feel bad for you. Uh, no 2022 models for you guys because uh, they are discontinuing the red sticker program and none of the manufacturers want to change the whole worldwide distribution for one state. So uh, sorry about your luck. Idaho, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico. All those places have great riding. I would suggest that you get on the old realtor.com and Go find a place where you can actually enjoy your sport. <laughs> but <laughs> so, um, other than that, we had great racing at Southwick. You know, DF being a, a a dominant force. He just yeah change his name from Dylan Ferrandez and just go dominating force fourteen. And look at so, you, yeah, come up with new nicknames, right? <laughs> It's not the greatest one. We'll work on it, but we're getting there. We're getting there. But other than that, the 250s look good. Uh, no Phil Nicoletti towards ACL. He's out for what would assume, unless he rides with Club MX again next year, ever, which is unfortunate. That's a, yeah. that's a, that's a character that you want to try to keep in your series as much as possible. Um, I could see him potentially coming back and doing a club thing. The way they kind of brought him on this year again, if he gets healed up properly, yeah, I could the, see him coming well, back, coming back out and doing it. He doesn't. He doesn't do supercross, so he's going to have time to to heal and train and stuff like that. So yeah, that's who I knows. Could, he might go back and do uh, Canada stuff too next year, depending on how the the border stuff ends up working out. Yeah, he, he did well enough up there, but um. it's it's crazy the difference between Canadian professional moto compared to watching like watching him up there, like the highlights from up there to watching him down here. Mm -hmm. It's just the the huge pool of talent in both the 250s and the 450s this year is uh, it, it's it's hard to hard to watch man because i'm like i know you're better than that <laughs> but it's like where do you go we were talking about it last week man if you're normally a top 10 guy you might be struggling to make the top 15 you know mm -hmm. and it's it's hard it, it sucks for him getting injured and not having the year that he wished he had but what can you do 
you know. Especially with the results he was putting in. He was putting in some good results on, you know, the the good races. It's not like he jumped in and he couldn't he was struggling to get twentieth every single time. He yeah, was he was getting he points. Could, he could get up there, yeah. And so that's like And that's mm. same with Caleb Russell. He didn't have a stellar weekend this weekend. I don't know how much I I, I can't say I expected him in the top ten every week. Um I think like endurance side if it was like that i would definitely put him probably in the top five but with racing off road and then jumping over straight into pro moto there's a that's a big gap <laughs> uh between disciplines yeah. so going from pro off road to pro moto uh, but he is definitely not, um, he's not disappointing. He's still fun to ride. Um, and I can't say I expected too much more out of him, maybe like top 15 every week, but I'm also not naive enough to think that the, uh, the big swing was not going to affect him, especially after having what, like eight weeks off the bike before or something like that, because he, he busted his job and had some other injuries. Yeah. So. He was doing good. I was trying to look to see. I can't remember what his overall turned out to be. Twenty third. Seeing him. Or he's twenty third in points. Eighteenth overall. So yeah. I looked at that. I looked at that list probably four times, up and down for Caleb Russell and up and down for five five seven, and just overlooked it every, uh, every time. There it is, right there. Yep, eighteenth. The five five seven jumps out to me, man. Yeah, 18th overall is pretty good, especially considering because his first moto was not great. Um, he did not. He had to pull off once for. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't bad though. He came across the line 40th on the first lap, and he finished 24th. Mm-hmm. So that's not bad at all. Oh yeah, I mean, considering what it was, I just remember there was one point in time in the in the broadcast when I looked up and he was pulled off in the mechanics area, and I just cried for my fantasy team because I'd picked him for fantasy, and well, he was pulled off on the side, but that's how my team how that went for me this weekend. Um, I picked four out of my eight guys, all ended up in the mechanics area this weekend. Ouch. <laughs> but, not even not even privateers all you know all pros just in the oh, yeah. mechanics area for no reason whatsoever i uh, cursed them all but anyways but yeah so he, him coming back for 18th was pretty good um, oh yeah but 250s was, overall just in general were were fantastic to watch this weekend oh you had old joe shimoda getting up there getting on the podium man i'm super excited about that i'm just barely um, on the podium either second place yeah yeah, it's. I mean, it was kind of one less point, and he was tied with third and fourth, you know. But mm-hmm. I mean, you can't hate on it. That kid's a silent assassin, man. So just up there doing uh, work, taking advantage oh, yeah. of opportunities that are given to him. Yeah, old. Uh, some other pretty decent rides from guys that we haven't seen this year either. Michael Moseman. Um, Styles Robertson, Pierce Brown, and Max Holland, Ty Masterpool, they all showed up to play this week. Uh, those are guys that you would usually see a, a couple spots down. Um, well, Moseman's been up and down 
this yeah, he's, this year. He's had ones where he was leading, and like this weekend, he was leading, and then he made a boo boo and yeah went down. Just, yeah, he's had he's had some days up there, and he's then he's like last weekend he uh, went down in both motos. I can't remember, but he he didn't follow through with it last weekend, even after taking a week off. But yeah, this today or this weekend, he was up there leading um, the first moto and went down and I mean, he still managed to get a, a third, but you know, he was up there, but it, yeah, it's uh, a no, no seventh. He got seventh in the first moto. He, he was yeah, he got a seven, seven. Yeah. Yeah. But to be first like that and leading the race, you know, he could have, but went over that. I think they said on the broadcast, what was it? They, they made it sound like some kind of sissy excuse. It was probably a little bit worse than it was, but I guess he'd gotten some splinter in his finger and it got infected. Oh. Um, which still, I mean, sounds like I said, it doesn't doesn't sound that big of a deal at all, considering what Jeremy Martin's out there riding with, right? Um, and but I'm sure it was, like I said, it was worse than it was. It probably affected me a little bit, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll write it off and say his his finger was swollen too much and he went down. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean hand injuries where you're trying to hold on to a bike, especially with how rough the track was, mm-hmm. that cannot be fun. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's maybe that's what old Jeremy Martin was feeling too. Uh, cause those starts were not, or the first laps, I guess I should say. Yeah. were apparently not his friend this week. No. Um, but then, uh, what, this was the weekend of the Huskies though. Um, they did, one, two, four in practice for overall times, uh, yeah. or second qualifying at least. Um, Julie nailed the whole shot on the first one. Granted, he faded back, but he, he's still uh, young, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, first, I think this was his first time at that track. Um, and for it to be the kind of track that it is, um, yeah, I mean, you know, they get some sandy stuff down there in Florida, but it's not the exact same kind. And yeah, for him to, you know, and I was. I made a point last week to talk about, you know, was this really a, after him going out and doing that overall, <clears throat> was it, was last weekend to kind of, eh, for him, or was it still totally okay? Because, you know, like we talked to talk about, it was his first, first one. And for him to come out and still be able to put in a fast qualifying time and then go out and show, at least in the first moto that he had, had speed. Cause it's not like the guys he got passed by were slow, you know, yeah. um, for that first moto to fade back from getting a whole shot fade back to fifth. Um, second moto was not so hot, but still. Yeah. Good. Well, that's a uh, old Maximus full He showed up this weekend too. I was a little surprised to see him way up there. Um, yeah, He had some, some good battles with the guys that did pass him. He didn't, he did not just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's in that uh, second moto. I mean, he faded a little bit, but once again, he's young. This is what his first full season outdoors, uh, mm-hmm. racing against some of the best in in the two fifties in the country, if not the world. You know, so it's it's uh, at least the continent. You know, so it's definitely uh, you, you can't shy away from giving him some props this weekend either. Uh, who else did we have? There's somebody else. Styles was is pretty good to see him up there doing good again this weekend to see that um putting in two decent results in a row 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, the same with Hunter to go 1-1 after not having, I mean, he had good starts, but he didn't have like great starts. You know, he still had to battle for those, uh, for that 1-1. It wasn't just take off and leave everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, He impressed me too, you know. Um, What was it? I was just looking at somebody and I was like, oh, dang. Oh, Josh Fariz getting in the 21st. That kid, if he gets a good ride, because I think he's like a true privateer, like in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what happened to him in the second moto to have him get a, a horrible start and then get shuffled all the way back to 38th spot. Um, but if he gets a little help under the tent, man, he's going to be, he's going to be good. I mean, he's already good, but he's just going to have that extra couple, uh, couple of steps, you know, a little bit of pep in a step to be able to be, Hey, I, I could see him probably top 10, top 12, uh, pretty easily. If it, if it was, if he did have a little bit more help, you know, not taking anything away from his family and his dad and stuff that's doing everything to Uh help him get there. But it's, uh, having that extra factory or second tier team help goes a very long way, you know, and get that boy on a Yamaha, you know, let's, let's give him a fighting chance here. So only cause it's a 250 class. I'll let that slide. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh old smokers joining us again. He said, uh, thought Valhalla would be more of a threat after the first moto at Fox. Um, I try not to think anything about Fox and Paula because there are quite a few teams that ride there a lot. And it's kind of a, it's like a practice track battle, you know? Um, There's the thing a lot of them said at the beginning to, um, you know, it was the first round and B is that they're home one. But even Max said this weekend in one of his post race interviews that he kind of admitted, he was like, you know, yeah, that one was, that's the the riding at home thing. You know, he'd never, yeah. he'd never ridden at Southwick before or anything quite like that. You know, riding in the high devs is still not the same thing as riding in a, Oh yeah. The sand is not the same. Like Southwick. It's just not yeah. the same thing. So for him to go out there and do that kind of a battle. Yeah. But, I mean, it is, it is kind of hard to know too, after you see in him, the rookie go out there and hole shot and do so well, both those motos, it does kind of give you a little bit, of wondering, like, well, maybe, you know, like if he would have went out there and did five five, then we'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, this is just his home, his home track thing. But they all ride, you know, Paula too. So it, it is kind of that one thing where like there was that little bit of neat hope was like, oh, this would have been cool if he could have gone out there and done it a couple more times. But yeah, for him too, it's not just physical ability, it's a it's a lot of the mental game there too for him. Um yeah, that one, see, the 250s. So just overall in the 250s, we had Hunter with a 1-1 on the day. It's a way to take it home. Joe, we talked about with a 3-4 for second place overall. Justin Cooper coming out with a third overall, the 6-2. Um, managing to still get some points after a bad first moto. Um, RJ Hampshire with a 2-6. Um, 
Tarkman ended up on the ground a bunch of times. And that was after getting the whole shot in the first moto or second moto. Um, and then yeah. Cole Nichols with the fifth overall after a four or five on the day. Um, that's just how the points work out in that system. And yeah. So Jet and then Jet ended up with a sixth overall on the day because he his uh, nine three. Um, so that puts them on the points of it tightened up the uh, points quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So Jet is still in first place with two hundred four, but now Justin Cooper is <clears throat> snuck up with two hundred one overall, and then Hunter third place. 178 so he's only 26 points behind his brother which is give give uh jet one bad moto from whatever reason flat tire um bike accident something and he's right there within snapping distance of you know the other guys um rj's in fourth with 148 Mm, five rounds in he's not out of it but he's not there and joe shimoda 137 for fifth overall in the championship. So those top three, those top three are still within a fun distance of um, you can't have a bad moto. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's definitely getting close. Yeah. David, I don't know what actually broke on his bike. I don't know. um, Like, what came apart maybe it's they from ripping all them ripping all them holies on everyone <laughs> so i wanted to ask you about this because I, I thought it was interesting so on plessinger's bike in the the 450s they actually just they said that it was a preventative preventative measure that they swapped motors between motos they didn't say anything was happening with the moto in the first uh or with the engine in the first moto they just swapped the mo- swapped the motor just because, but then they said uh, he said once he got going that he could there was something like in the motor. Um, it's making a bunch of weirdness. Yeah, and so it just the, the I don't think it technically you know blew up in a normal sense, but it yet the motor was just done. Um, so something happened. Something got in it. Something. I wonder if they. they uh did the uh, bike with the engine swap. And so I was the, what I was going to ask you about on that was I can't think of a reason. I mean, yeah, they're the factory team, right? They got resources to spend, but when you're, when you think about, it doesn't mean that, that they being the, option, the oil in it though. Yeah. When you think about <laughs> something like that happening, how bad does the motor have to be from the first, like you, if the motor's just fine, you don't just, we're just going to swap the motor just because like, I just can't think that doesn't happen. They don't just swap the motor just because they want to swap the motor between motos. I don't know. Maybe it had like a weird valve tick or like a knock on the bottom. I can't imagine with how much they build those things up that the bottom end lasts very long or even the heads for that matter. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, the going into the weekend, they got a fresh motor. Right yeah. for the for the for the bike. Like, I just I don't know. I, I can't imagine them just. I mean, there's a lot say, of things. Oh, we're just doing though. it just because. 
Well, you also have to remember it's a sand track and those Yamahas with that direct intake. Yeah. Maybe they didn't like what they saw in the air filter. Maybe they saw a little sand going down into like into the housing going down into the throttle body and they were like, ah, let's take it out before, you know, and it doesn't take a lot of sand to chew up valves and valve seats and, and everything else, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I can't fathom why they would want to anyway, but it's not unheard of. Um, well, it's not unheard of. I'm just saying like, I, if they're going to say that we did it, why not just yeah. say why you did it? You know, Maybe for them to say like we did it just because we wanted to, it's like that's horseshit. You don't just change a motor in between motors yeah. just because you wanted to. Like there was something you saw, like to your point, like maybe you saw that too much sand was getting in there and you were kind of worried about it. Like, you know, give me a little bit more detail about, yeah. about why you were doing it. Not just be like, We thought it would be a fun exercise to test and see if we could, you know, not make a mistake and you know, yeah. cost our guy twenty five like potentially twenty five championship points. We was we just thought it'd be a fun test. Like, yeah, like well, something nah, was there going was, on. And it, I mean, it could have been anything. It is a four stroke, man. It's not like you can just rip the jug in the head off and put it back together with duct tape like you can an old two stroke. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it could have been anything. It could have been maybe they I mean, they get paid to work on the bikes. I just do that shit for fun. Mm -hmm. So they, they sh theoretically should know way more than I do. Um, but I could. uh I could see him maybe pulling it because there was a knock somewhere, especially like a bottom end knock, you know, mm -hmm. and while those are very noisy motors, um, you can definitely hear when something is not right either. And feel you know? it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it, I mean, it could have been something like that. It could have been, uh, like with what happened to Zacco last year where they got so wrapped up in changing something that they forgot to put gas in it dude mm -hmm. like people do make mistakes so they could have taken out maybe the quote-unquote poopy motor and put it back in on accident or they could have forgot to maybe take the rag out of the intake mm -hmm. you know or the exhaust side or maybe they didn't tighten the exhaust bolts down all the way and it lean popped the whole way going down the going down the start chute you know i mean mm -hmm. It, there's so many things that could happen in a blink of an eye that, I mean, I, I can't even fathom it, you know, and that's, oh, yeah, that's kind of, and that's just the crazy part that like blows my mind for them to just say, Oh, we just felt like we yeah. wanted to do it. It's like, no, you didn't just feel like you wanted to change motors. There was something yeah. there, you know, like that would have just been nice to know what it was because exactly as you illustrated there's a thousand things that could have happened yeah if you had a motor that was running right why would you risk exactly what happened yeah i i mean i i don't know i get where you're coming from and maybe they thought it was a motor issue but it was actually like a tuning issue mm -hmm. you know maybe they were what they thought was a knock could have been detonation man i don't know there's a lot of shit going on in those pits in between the races so yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's hard to say, you know, and, and when you're riding it, you're just feeling and hearing a knock, you know, I mean, unless you've experienced like detonation from bad fuel, bad tune, bad, I mean, I've ridden Harleys my whole life. So it's, I, I know a thing you or know. two about having a shittily tuned bike and yeah. getting lean pops and detonation and everything like that. Right. So he did, uh, uh, he did a great job because they interviewed him 
almost immediately afterwards and he he did he was classy ap you know being yeah real nice about it he could have been like just pissed off or not had taken an interview or something and he was you know pulled a tomac and threw his bike on the ground like a child yeah yeah exactly yeah um good old loretta's tomac um but he, yeah. Yeah, he kept it kept it classy you know he'd lost him you know from 15 to 20 points you know he was probably going to get that moto he could have got another 20 or better points um he could have been right there behind but now he's two motos within uh from the from the lead or he's definitely he's out of the top three now um unless something happens to ferrandez i don't i don't see anybody catching him no i'm not like this but but at least you know ap having a top three podium now it's going to be even harder because now that tomac's on yeah, see, on something even, for second motos. Mm. David said the same thing. I've never been to Southwick, but I know like Jesse and David and Coda and those guys have. Uh, I, I have raced in the high des for quite a while, and I know what sand does to the to those motors. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't take very much for them foam filters to uh, fail with the sand. So. I've roached yeah, I've one or two. <laughs> I have definitely melted a couple motors. Um, and they were Suzuki's too. I mean, I've broached Yamaha motors up there, Suzuki motors, stuff like that. But that sand, man, it's bad. Especially yeah, when you I got think, 40... a motor. That's one of the hardest yeah. things to look at when you take it apart and you see what the sand's done to it. You're just like... Yeah, even like two minutes, you're like, oh, that didn't sound right, and you just shut it off. It's too late, man. But it's... Mm -hmm. uh. Yeah, I I would be willing to bet that um, the sand theory uh, getting somewhere in the intake of one of those Yamahas is uh, probably why they might have saw something or or something like that without getting super technical on a live broadcast or a review show or something like that where they uh, yeah. they saw something that they didn't like and like I said those motor guys get paid to do that you know I I just do it for fun so i would assume that they know a lot more than i do um mm -hmm. but it is uh with a sandy track and 40 other dudes throwing roost right in the intakes of those yamahas man i i could see it possibly being a sand issue as, as to why they changed it out yeah yeah it's just it's been uh but yeah you've illustrated my point exactly it's just for them to be able to say it's like oh we just use a preventative thing we wanted to do yeah no you don't <laughs> You don't just decide like we want to. We want to try changing motors between on yeah. our top guy. Like they could have tried it out on Craig if they wanted yeah. to test swapping motors. But anyways, that's uh for them to say like we saw something that was preventative. It that would lead me right down kind of the the mm -hmm. line that something was not showing where it should have been. <laughs> yeah, or vice versa or whatever. But it's uh well I guess since we're so deep into four fifties, man, we might as well just jump into it anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean the motor was good enough for him to get a third overall or a third in the first moto, which is good. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh the, the bikes are all I mean, what we're on pretty much the last year for most generation bikes from when they, they change a lot of them. Um because they all kind of they all kind of change at the same time. It seems like, you know, like everyone kind of comes up with cool new stuff around the, the same time or within a year of each other. 
so I would probably say most of the, especially the 450s, most of them are going to be pretty close to the same um, different feels and everything. But as far as like one brand having advantage over another is uh, definitely not happening in the 450s this year. I think we're seeing a lot of uh, not only team talent, but rider talent that's really stepping people apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of good rider talent on display this weekend. I mean, as yeah. there have been most most weekends in the 450 class, especially. Yeah, um, that's uh, the Ferrandis overheating thing. Um, I think that's because he likes to ride a lot like Tomac and slam the clutch in and out, um, especially on the sand tracks. You're using your clutch a lot. You know, that's personally why I like a recluse when I'm riding that kind of stuff. But it's uh, I can, I can see that I'm I'm actually surprised Tomac didn't have that much trouble overheating, especially the clutch pack this week either. Well, I think it's, they uh, said uh, he is. once they finally got and looked at it, it wasn't so much of the overheating as they is it it's they made it seem like on the broadcast. Uh, uh, I mean, there was some, but because I think it was Ferrandis himself that even said, you know, like they told me you know, from smoke kind of early on and they said to take it easy and I did, but it was like, it wasn't as big of a thing as they thought it was going to be. Um, and I think, I think that was more of him just being like, and I think the way he put it was that it was more of a, I don't want to risk it, you know, yeah. like not that he didn't believe them, that, that, you know, that it was going to be a problem, but it was just kind of like, you know, he's the one riding the bike. He's like, I, I kind of feel what's happening. I know what's happening. I know what's going on, but yeah, you're, he's the one. You know, I'm not going to be defiant. Weight. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to be defiant and ruin something. So I'm going to, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll just well, take it easy and take my third home to, to manage the championship. Like you said, you know, um, I guess the Hondas were having some trouble with uh with some heat too, where they were packing up like through the radiators and stuff. Yeah, hey, you so. can see it, David. It was it was so nice, like interesting to see um, when he Frandis pulled off on the on the broadcast. You could see it right there at the end of the race when he pulled into the tent after they crossed the finish line. His just whole face was like he wasn't excited. He was just not angry, but you could he was disappointed and pissed off that he didn't get to just rail it and go for it um and i think afterwards when he said that even he had to let tomac by and you know not be able to catch tomac um after tomac went on the, the run it was just like he was not not excited about having to finish the yeah. race that way yeah i can see why he would be pissed but a third yeah. place is a lot better than like a 37th place and yeah it still got him the overall you oh, know for sure but that's just the kind of the neat thing that's what i like about Ferrandis is that you know, he comes off with an overall win on the weekend, third in the second moto, and he's just not. He's just like, hey. I could have, I could have done better, and he's not, not excited you know, about it. You know, if you're not first, you're last, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, it's the way it is. Ironically, you know? talking about the Frenchman, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that is, uh, I mean, that's what I really like about Fernandez. A lot of people don't like him, but he is, he is. Uh, oh, they. David's with me, you know, but it's uh, a friend is fan now. Yeah. And that's uh, 
I, I saw the same mentality in the 250s, too. I mean, he made some bonehead moves, like when he launched Craig across the stadium and, and <laughs> stuff like that. But I saw it more as not him doing it out of malice, but more he wants to win so damn bad that oh, he's, he's, he's going to push the envelope and he's, he's going to ride. Racing. Yeah. It doesn't matter what bike he's on. He's going to run it until it's like not going to make another lap, you mm -hmm. know? And it's uh, that I like that about him, man. He's a gamer. It, I, he, when it's time to go, he goes. No excuses. Just I'm gonna win, or I'm not gonna leave anything else on the track. And this week, he was kind of forced to leave something on the track. And I think mm -hmm. that's what's really eating him up. Oh, know? that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, that's exactly exactly what it was. And you could you could see it in his face after the after oh, the yeah. moto. But that first moto, man, the um, one of the chats I was in when I was watching it live, the second we all saw him get the whole shot, we're just like, okay, well, this race is, oh, this yeah. race is over with now. Um, he does it's still a good some, one to watch, but yeah, I mean, he does make some mistakes though, because you mm -hmm. can't push that hard and not make mistakes, you know. And we still have, we still got fast guys that are right behind him, ready to capitalize a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got Roxon who's shown great speed the outdoors so far this year tomax finally coming back um barsha's in and out you know i i still won't count it seen cerillo you have to kind of see him do five or six laps first um, and then wait until the last five or six laps but in between that time he he's always a gamer you mm -hmm. know you still got uh chase is a fast little kid too um so it i mean it's hard man and it's uh, Craig could strike at any time too. That dude's good outdoors. Um, and, and he's often kind of overlooked because he is the number three guy racing in a class that he doesn't normally race in, but outdoors, he's good on that 450, you know? So it's, you got a bunch of guys there that if Ferrandis lets up 5%, like we saw, mm -hmm. he's done. We saw it last year with Tomac too. let up a little bit. Psh, it, no more four P man. You can't, once you let it up, you're not going to, it takes a while to get the momentum rolling again, mm -hmm. you know? And I have a feeling Ferrandis was pissed off enough this week that come next week, he's going to try to prove enough for the race he's racing and the race that he kind of missed this week. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially now that, you know, I mean, he knows how much easier it is when you get the whole shot and go. Oh yeah. Instead of having to, and that's kind of what we were excited to watch this weekend was, well, not is he going to take it easy, but is he going to back it down just a hair to like kind of ruin the chance of those unnecessary accidents from him having to haul ass? And uh, he kept it on two wheels the entire time and just hauled yeah. ass. Um, I, you know, he might have been holding it back a percentage, but you couldn't tell. Yeah, these guys are all so freaking fast. Anyway, yeah. you're like once they get. Like halfway down the start straight, they're already faster than I ever am. So I'm like, ah, I, they're they're too good. So they could back it down a percent, and I'd be like, they're still crazy fast, dude. I don't know. <laughs> His lap times were still killer consistent in the first moto after he after he got the whole shot. You know, he didn't need to. Yeah. And he races every race like he has to reprove everything in his life, though. So. And he's been like that since he signed with Star way back, a couple years back, man, on the 250s and stuff. He's 
there's no nights off for Dylan Ferrandez, man. And that's mm. it, like I said a little bit earlier, it's nice to see kind of Ken Roxon trying to bring that back as well. You know, I mean, he's being aggressive. At least he was aggressive when I saw him at Red Bud. You know, um, the corner got a little bit more aggressive with him uh, than I think he would have liked, but he didn't slow down. He jumped right back up, tipped the bike over, and kept going and salvaged at least a, a decent um, finish. This week, he did another great one with a 4 2. You know, I mean, he's right there. Um, he, and when you're right there, I mean, you're still talking. You got Barsha, Tomac, Plessinger. Uh, Webb is kind of uh, wishy-washy, you know, but then you still have seen Cirillo and Sexton who are both young and really fast at times. So it's like to be right there is you're, you're moving, you know, mm-hmm. um, Justin Barsha showing up this week too, you know, the oh, he was feeling four, it, man. Yeah. That was amazing. To see him, to see him be able to get on the podium. That was pretty exciting. He was really happy about it too. And it, well, I mean, he would not be happy about it, but seeing him um, really be happy about it in some of the post-race interviews um, was pretty neat to see, you know, oh, yeah. him, him get excited about it and not just being like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got podium. You know, he was, he was, he was still pumped for it, which is pretty cool. Oh yeah. I mean, he knows, yeah, he, he knows he's got the skill to be up there, but with this, oh, yeah. it's kind of hard, you know, so for him to be able to get it, it's exciting to see. If you don't get, uh, if you don't start in like the top six, you're probably not going to finish in the top six, man. No, oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. These guys are all. And that's, I mean, even with, with Tomac, probably the fastest outdoor rider that this series has seen in a really long time. First moto came around in 13th, man. <laughs> like, what, do you, what are you going to do from 13th there? Mm-hmm. Tomac, you know, your uh, last half of the race sprint speed is uh is already covered by Ferrandis, you know, and, and he got a good start. So what are you gonna do? You know? Um and it's uh I think I think a lot of these guys are are realizing that yes you can have great race endurance and last year, the year before, um that meant a whole lot. But guys are covering that game now. You know, you got some guys that are real fast in the second half of the race and the first half, they're just going for a start and trying to get everything set up to push, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, uh, and it's not just Ferrandez and Tomac, you know, there's a couple other guys that if you watch, you'll start seeing them towards the last, maybe 10 minutes of the race. They're starting to push, starting to really work on guys, starting to like, starting to put in some little bit faster times and stuff. So it's, I, I think there's definitely, um, there's almost feels like there's a uh, like a fitness shift going towards that way where a lot of guys used to just try to sprint as fast as they could and put the biggest gap at the beginning part of the race, you know, and then hope they had enough to cover when they were tired at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's, uh, yeah, when you get, when you get guys, when you're guess what your competition is doing, when they're yeah. you know got you got the diesel motors, you got to make sure you you're able to match them because you can't battle with a guy if he catches up to you after you've already worn yourself out sprinting ahead, right? So yeah, no, yeah, it definitely no. changes the changes the game. Yeah, and that is uh, uh David Tomac is is definitely 
is still impressive. I mean, he's still got it in him. You know, it's uh, he's the old guy in the series now. I feel like, but he's still the one with a a nice deck of cards in his hand that he can pull out when he needs to, and he can be fast, man. It, he gets a couple of them laps where you're like, how did he close that gap so fast? You know, and then uh, all of a sudden he's gone. You know, but yeah, it's, I wish. Uh, we wish, uh, I think everybody wishes they would have caught that one two sixteen he did on camera. Oh, yeah. Because it just it just happened. He was doing 218s, and then all of a sudden he just drops a 216. And I was like, oh, that would have been, obviously there's a ton of logistic things preventing you know them from having a camera on him all the time, but yeah. no one else did a 216 in that moto, or even the other moto, I think, and it's like, how, how does he cut off two seconds of a lap? That's like he he found a jump and he was like, I'm going to just, you know, quad this this thing that yeah. wasn't even a jump. And all of a sudden I'm in the next court. Like, you don't just shave off two seconds out of nowhere on a track. If it wasn't no a one's national, doing that time, yeah. you know. Well, if it wasn't a national with thousands and thousands of people standing around the track, somebody would have been like, he had to have cut the track. Oh, we did the one of the chests I was in that day. That was the first thing we said. We're like, that was a timing error because earlier in the day they were having uh, live timing issues online, right? So like the AMA live timing wasn't updating for 250 Moto One. Yeah. So our first thing was like, it's fairly reasonable to think that there was like a timing error, you know, after what we've seen today, and they kept going, and here we are, you know, 48 hours later, and it's no, it's it, it was a valid still time. stands. Yeah. Yep, no, that that actually happened. He somehow shaved two seconds off of his lap time in the middle of the race. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, How? that's that's what Tomac does, though. That's what makes him so freaking special. Is when everybody else is doing two twenties, two twenty threes, he's doing two eighteens, two sixteens. You know, that's what makes him so special. But like, that's what also makes Ferranda special too. You know, and if Fernandez gets better starts than Tomac, who's going to win? You know what I mean? If you're both playing the same game, mm-hmm. you, you got to be there at the start then. You know, you can't just show up halfway through and and hope to salvage a win, you know. Um, and that's – my memory isn't the greatest, but that's definitely what I remember, like, all three seasons that Tomac really – dominated the outdoor series is that's what made it so fun watching is that he isn't good at starts but he would pile drive that track into what he wanted and that was to win Mm -hmm. and i think ferrandez and and roxon are both kind of doing the same way but more in like a european dance type riding you know, where they're just super smooth and they have the energy left at the end of the race to really push. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, efficient riders. Yeah. And Marv should be there too. <laughs> like, where is Marv been, man? Oh, Marv. He didn't do bad this weekend, but it's no. still, it's not. And same with Dean, man. I expected Dean to have two broken legs after Redbud. Dean is, well, Dean's been hurt and everything for him to be top 10 yeah is still fantastic you know um i think even in we just we just pre-show you know, they were making jokes and kenny was standing right there with him it was funny of course like kenny the you know the other guy of the other like broken man 
still yeah. they're making jokes about Dean Dean still out there riding and just battling through it. Uh, you know, pulling oh, yeah. one through for the Husky team right now. Um, it's amazing for him to be. Yeah, was it he and he and Joey right there on the the edge of all the the main you know. Well, being is still factory, but you know Joey's yeah. right there on the edge of all the other factory guys. Yeah, yeah. Savachi is not doing too bad outdoors. He's he's right around the eight to twelve mark almost every weekend. I had to double check it. I was his one of his post race interviews, dude. He was pissed about his result today, and I was thinking like, this isn't good like this isn't the kind of excitement i wanted to see around joey again you know i was i was on the yeah. joey train when he was kind of getting back up in the attitude uh yeah. move where he was enjoying things I and mean, for him to be pissed about as pissed about his race as he was this weekend i had to double check it i was like i thought he did i thought he was a 10th you know like how does a guy on the rm team get pissed about 10th and he was oh yeah not as excited about it but i don't know maybe you know some guys deal with it in a different way and maybe you'll be back in a better mood this week but I mean, also, I respect the fact of being pissed about 10th, but oh yeah, look at the nine guys in front of him. I mean, when you see yourself as an equal, it's uh, oh, looking yeah. at, the, it's, it's looking at the nine guys in front of you is just looking at more championship points that you missed out on, mm-hmm. you know, and it's uh, I, I can understand that mindset, you know, especially as like a really competitive person, I if I'm lining up next to you, it's because we're equal, you know, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you could be a factory rider since you were 14. I don't give a shit, man. (laughs) Like we're we're both on the same gate, bro. Like, yeah, you are my equal. I can beat you today. hundred percent, you know? And that's, uh, while I, I I do respect that attitude. You also can't let it eat you up, man. Oh yeah. That's, and that's what I'm worried about. Cause he's been, he's one of the guys that's been way more vocal about, Oh, he's a firecracker. Struggles and stuff. So yeah, I don't want to see him like go down the go down the rabbit hole and just be like, ah, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, no. he's he's a firecracker, man. He's killing it, man. Oh yeah. Speaking of that team, man, you think we're gonna see old BB4 back next year? Never heard of her. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's ever coming back, man. Yeah, neither do I. I guess they uh, got all their stuff resolved, though. Um so that's kind of in the past. It would be kind of cool if somebody, you know, if he wanted to come pick it up. But I can understand when your father runs a super successful business and you can go from being a successful pro dirt bike rider to a successful businessman without missing so much as a beat. Um, yeah, join the family time. Yeah, you know, doing all right. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't hurting. I, I think. Uh, yeah, if he but, doesn't if he doesn't come back for any sort of random ride next year, he's out. Yeah. And he's the kind of guy too, I imagine, that he's not gonna come back and work in the sport or something. If he does, wow. it'll be like it might be some random, you know, coaching thing on the side for some privateer he got randomly hooked up with, you know, from like a friend type connection. And they'll be like, you know, I'll do yeah. some coaching, but you don't fucking tell anybody about it. <laughs> yeah. Almost like a uh, James Stewart type. He's he's still around, but he's not. Yeah, know? but he's not. Or even like Wyndham doing all that work for Loretta Lens, but 
will outright walk the other way when he sees a camera or a microphone walking towards him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just, just another guy with a beard and overalls. Leave me alone. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just out here drinking my bush latte and pushing dirt with a bulldozer, man. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> yep. Exactly. But, I mean, I guess I could see that. I I am kind of I do like watching him race outdoors, man. And I would like to see him come back, maybe track somewhere around where he's at, you know, just show up, throw in a heater, make mm-hmm. the show, just be like, Don't forget about me, boys. And then yeah. kind of like the Chiz did this weekend. Cheers, man. <laughs> yeah. I I I was like, man, he'll get twentieth. Um, I mean, he pretty much did, but it's still this is like the one outdoor race he's gonna race all year. He only picks like what one or two every year. Shows up, throws yeah, well, down, I, goes wait, back. You clarify, I didn't <laughs> think he'd get twenty, like twenty second overall. I thought like I oh, he'd do one moto, he'd like nail the twentieth, and and that'd be kind of it. Yeah. No, I mean he was out there. In, was it, he's ridden four, five times? I think he said um, recently. He's not been chilling. He's no. been chizzing, but he's not. He hasn't been training for outdoors. And he was just like he got an opportunity. He's like, oh yeah, I'll go try it. Yeah, and for him to walk out there and, and beat some of those other guys that have been training. Well, that's. Uh, I was talking to him. The about a month ago, and he was saying, "Hey, I like he he called me and he's like, I need sprockets for." Uh, he's like, I think I might race Southwick, and I'm like, you think or you are, and he's like, I might, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, and he's like, but I've only ra- I've only even looked at my bike like twice since Supercross was over, so he did like a lot of that training within the last like six weeks maybe yeah you know he hasn't really ridden that much and he's like these kids are gonna beat my ass and i'm like ah i was like the chiz is gonna chiz bro just do you you be all right you know he's for a guy his age he's ridiculously fit and can go out there and just grind it out oh yeah yeah well that's like freaking caleb russell 31 years old just starting on 250s and pro moto and not doing horrible against kids like half his age Mm-hmm. Like I, I get sad when I see kids half my age line up because I'm like, dude, these kids are gonna destroy me in the fitness and endurance level. Like they mm-hmm. have energy; they don't have to work as much and take care of kids and rush around to try to get everything loaded at the last minute to get to the track for registration. You know, yeah. it's like they're all ready to go. Got a good night's sleep, a nice breakfast, not like a ham egg and cheese sandwich from mcdonald's or something like that <laughs> you know on the way through yelling yeah. at kids that they're not going to get their apples if they don't listen you know but <laughs> apples, man. <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean it's great seeing these guys same with like justin rodbell man like he showed up 15 rodbell yeah I mean, you got him showing up in 15th. Brandon Hart ran th- in 13th, having another great ride on the old Suzuki. Lost me. Lost me 20 bucks this weekend. Yeah? Yeah. What'd you, what'd you bet, that he wouldn't get in the top 15? Uh-huh. That's a stupid bet, man. Yeah, we had a, we had an over-under uh, a 15th for Hart, Hart Rant, Um And I did it based off of his post-race interview last weekend. They're like, oh, yeah, you're a New Jersey guy. Like, you'll do great at Southwick. He's like, I've never raced there. I was like, okay, he'll, he'll be like 16th. I didn't think he was going to be 30th. 
I just didn't see a top 15 happening again on a track he's never actually raced at. I, 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 I totally earned like losing that, that $20. Oh, yeah. I just was like, if, you know, if I had a chance, that was it. He's like that a, uh, he's like a top or bottom third, top two thirds assassin, man. Like if you see the yellow 28 and you're somewhere in like the 16th to 11th spot, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I wanna, like, I'm really curious to see how he does next weekend. Two races in a row. It's not fluke, but it's like whatever. Yeah. You know, like it could happen three races. That's something. I want to see him be 15th or better again next weekend. I don't want a 20th or better next weekend. 20th or better, if he's like 20th to 15th next weekend, like, okay, maybe that's maybe he's on the, the, the backside of his little hump. And then, yeah. two, he's, he's such a – not a head case, but he's, he's, he's definitely on the mental side of, you know, like I've got to really – he really feeds off of doing well or not doing well. Yeah. Um, and so for him to be – really happy and excited about doing well. Cause you can even see it in his posters interviews, man. He's like one of the guys that is clearly way more childishly excited when he's had a good weekend. Oh and yeah. Furthest from that when he's have a bad weekend. And you know, if he can keep that feeling going and just riding it through the week, being happy every morning when he gets up and keep going, you know, that should be, that should be it. So if he's keeping that up and he's able to still do another one next weekend. Yeah. He's, he's there, man. Well, you figure uh, Ansi is supposed to be the number one Suzuki guy. He has not had good and weekends. Brandon has beat him almost every weekend, dude. Not just these two. It was just these two weekends. Was it just these two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Ancy's, seeing him. Ansi's at- done better than him the other weekends. Ansi's had some bike issues the past two weekends. That's uh, he I remember excited about him. Maybe it was a little early in the race, uh, at Redbud, but it looked like uh, I remember Hart Ramp getting him at Redbud, and I was excited. It, oh yeah, I think he did beat him at Redbud. He got ten points and eight points. Ansi got zero and ten. Yeah, so, yeah. Last weekend was the first weekend that uh, yeah, first weekend he beat him because Ansi was having bike issues. Yeah, there's three seven six four three four eight eight six seven zero two. Yeah, so maybe it was. Maybe I'm just so not used to seeing the old yellow number twenty eight up towards the top that it seems like he's been up there for a while. I don't know. Oh yeah, I mean he's been he he's been with the exception of the very first moto, he's been in the top twenty. So he's been yeah. in the range, but he didn't beat. Anstey until first moto at high point, he beat him by three. I keep clicking on the wrong tab. And then Anstey, Anstey had a bad, bad. Uh, bad moto one at Redbud. Yeah. And then he had another bad one. Oh, yeah, man. What was it on the, um, the, on Mathis, um, on the pulp show, pulp review show? Was that it? Or were they were talking about it on Discord? Um, you were saying his his wife just went hard and uh, calling that bike a dangerous or something. I can't remember exactly what her quote was, but she she put up a tweet about the the bike he was on was uh was going to get him hurt or being dangerous or something. I oh, mean, I'm gonna have to look it up now. I can't just 
half-ass quote something shit that's crazy to me though unless it's like stupid mechanical failures that's the thing because he's had he's had mechanical stuff the past couple rounds that have messed him up yeah you know she was probably getting a little excited but um because the suzuki is one of like the best handling bikes made so i can't i could see if it was super slack going through the turns and all that you know where it's getting all weird or something like that but it's not Yeah, it was whatever. Because yeah, he was he was off on the side of the track multiple times with bike issues. Um, yeah, sounds like a mechanic issue, not a bike issue. Well, you know, somebody in that position, mechanic. Yeah, bike. which I could see maybe that is because I don't think they have a super deep budget uh, as far as mechanic stuff. My shoe fell off. I can't find it now. Yeah, that's we can throw it up in the Discord later if we do find it. But it's a uh, long story short, she wasn't excited about the the machine he was riding on and didn't think it was safe. Oh yeah, well that's when I broke my wrist. My wife called my quad a piece of shit. So and I'm like, oh, no, it's because she loves you. That's the rumor. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I feel like that's the that's kind of the, whole, the wife's job you know yeah you're like ah you know i mean i don't know i i, I have a biased opinion though because i am a suzuki fan i i'm one of like five thousand people in the country but i am one and i will accept it um this is uh, it's like it's not yeah, I'll have to look at this later. It's like it's, it's all gone. Um, Mathis doesn't usually delete stuff, so no, it wasn't something he put up. It was something. Uh, uh, it was a tweet she made. Uh, what? Well, run down the four fifty points real quick. We got right. uh, Dylan Ferrandis in the first spot with two hundred and twenty four close behind 19 points behind Ken Roxon in the second spot. Eli Tomac uh, with 167 round out your top three. Aaron Plessinger dropped to fourth position with 163 and Justin Barsha rounds out your top five with 161. Uh, and just behind Barsha, we got Chase Sexton who really only needs one good moto and Barsha and Plessinger to have one bad moto and then he jumps from sixth all the way up to fourth that uh that big goose egg on the second moto of southwick for ap definitely hurt but he's still in the hunt for a top three um the third it, place in the championship is going to be exciting to watch oh yeah i i could see if um i'd hate to say it man because i'm a kenny fan but i think when we start getting out of this month and into like well, late July through August and stuff like that. I, I hope Kenny can keep it together. Um, because if not, that is going to make a scramble for second and third place. And it is going to be insane, I think. So you got Seen uh, Cirillo might not make it, but you got Sexton, Barsha, Plessinger, and Tomac all within striking distance. 
um, not only of themselves, there's only what eight points that separates third from sixth place. Um, but they're not too far off of old Kenny. And we have what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got 14 motos left. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Got old Iron Man. That, uh, I hope that's not the deciding race again this year. So far, the last two races that I've went to there, that has been the deciding race. Like, well, a week after the deciding race for the championship. So it has made it a little um, boring for the 450s, unless you have somebody in like second, third, or fourth that you're cheering for. But mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you could, uh, I don't know. What else do we have? You want to do the uh, the drive real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Sunstar. Do the Sunstar drive of the race. <laughs> <laughs> this, folks, is why I talk and I do not sing. Uh, Sunstar drive of the race. For your 450s, we got Justin Bogle with a plus 24. It's pretty respectable for the 450s. Uh, for the two fitties, we got old Jeremy Martin, the uh, the broke one, throwing down plus forty five. So it's hard that to when you're fast and you get bad starts. Yeah, it's uh, it it's hard to do the like forty five without thinking of uh, shit. What's that band? I can't What's remember. Huh? Shine Down. Yeah. Yeah, Shine Down song. Yeah. My kids love that song, man. And I hadn't heard it since like high school. Whoa. Yeah. I don't, like I don't listen to that very often. <laughs> Good band. Good song. I just I listen to podcasts more than I do the radio. Uh, the Bro Taco soused it. Uh, I'm gonna pick with I missed it, but Tiller brought it up, and it reminded me. Old Hampshire dropping it on the berm and struggling to pick up the bike. It's uh, it's pretty that, good. Yeah, the outdoors. I'm I'm really trying to pick like a oh man, like the save of the race or or something great. But there's all these comedies that keep happening with outdoors right now, like dropping your bike and struggling to pick it back up. That uh. Just makes me want to pick them. Um, and what? See if I can find a video of it because it's just—it's funny, like watching him just struggle with it. You know, inside of his helmet, he's just just yelling and screaming and just and just cussing up a storm. That's, yeah. And what? Uh, Diller has a Jet versus Jalik. Uh, that was a tough one to call. Like it's—it was total just racing incident. But Jalik was just hanging it out there, man. You couldn't tell if he got loose right as he was trying to scrub it or if he ended up scrubbing it because he was getting loose. And then he came down and Jet was just right there on him. Jalik lands. Jet lands right on the back of his uh right on the back of his bike and just goes. Bloop. Yeah. Loses his visor and then he's riding like a bullet the rest of the time. Oh yeah. And that's uh also if you were at Southwick and you're just running into us. Uh, I guess the uh, the Topol clan 
was all out there uh, handing out some stickers. Looked a lot like this. Uh, power to the ground stickers. So if you did get some of those, that's awesome. Uh, if you didn't, I don't know. Bug Jesse on Facebook until he sends you one in the snail mail. Um, oh, those are the stickers you only get in person, though. I know. No snail mail stickers for you, man. Oh, no snail mail stickers. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Catch us at Iron Man, I guess. Oh, no, yeah. you're going to have to go to another pro national to get a fancy sticker from Is a that podcast. the next one you're going to, or are you going to another one of the next two? I don't know, sure. man. Iron Man for sure. Um, we will see what I got going on for the other ones. Um, I do want to try to make it down to Loretta's for a couple days this year, as well as Minio's. So I do want to kind of not spend a bunch of my travel budget just going to pro nationals. Cause I do like going to watch the amateur races just as much. So I don't know. Iron man for sure though. I'm not going to miss iron man. I don't care if I got to wear my freaking hip waders or my chest waders. I'll go dig them out of my duck hunting box, man. I'm still going mm -hmm. to iron man. So iron man. Yeah. I sit at, at the top of Godzilla anyway, so I'm not too worried about getting too swampy, but yeah, you still going? I I think so. I'm working on working on the details, trying to figure it out. Um, it's gonna be a long weekend, but they're all long uh, weekends. Well, it sucks that the, the closest one to me came and went, um, or no, that I wasn't gonna be able to make it to. So I have to go to one that's eight or nine hours away. So it turns it into like a four day weekend. But you know, you do it for the moto, right? Right? It's all for the love of the sport. Smell the race gas. Cause that one's in yeah, August twentieth. Yeah, I got some I got some time. I don't even remember what the other one was that I, that was closer. I'm not sure. Maybe it was high point. I don't even remember why I couldn't make it to the other close one. I guess it was high point. Yeah, we were talking about uh trying to meet Jesse at High Point and Southwick and it's uh this year was just hard, man. Because everything's so freaking broken. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, I think it was. Yeah, High Point was. I think High Point was the closest one um, that I was supposed to make it to, or that well, I was hoping to make it to, but I couldn't because I was out of town. But then I actually. Oh wait, is that what happened? Because then I. Oh, uh, that was all messed up. That was, it wasn't actually the week. That I went out of town. I thought I couldn't make it to that one. And it turns out I could have. Yeah, it was, oh, but it's only an hour closer than the rest of them. They're all seven to nine hours. So it's at that point. You're yeah. On the bike for a day. You're on the bike for a day, you know? Just kind of roll. That's, uh, I was looking through today at some of the schedules from around here to see if maybe we, we could fit in two races in one. Um, in like the indiana area and what was it oh it was the uh ixcr is racing on the 28th and 29th so if you do make it up and you want to kick it with doug we can hit up the pro national on saturday and then go hit the uh indiana state cross country bike race on sunday if you want hmm. sunday races oh yeah yeah, that's uh this series is so big that they have to race quads all day on Saturday and then um 
bikes all day on Sunday. And it is, I still want to try to get to a GNCC. That was around there as well. But I can't remember the exact dates. I mean, I did show you my, uh, my race schedule, uh, proposed race schedule that I try to get to. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, we are, I am quite busy. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. August is the down month for GNCC. And then I think the closest one to you after that would be the Buckwheat 100, which is in Newburgh, West Virginia. And that's October 9th and 10th. That one could be kind of close. Could be. Yeah. And then at the end of October, we're back at Ironman to finish out the GNCC year. And I will be at that one 110%. I might even try to get my fat old ass off the couch to race it but we'll see i want to try to talk a couple buddies into going up there and maybe just trying to have some fun um other than that i don't have a whole lot else going on um we do have what is the next one uh spring creek millville yeah get to watch the old millville monster the whoops monster Sand. Hanging out there. Sand oh, yeah. Rivers. Who are you going to take, man, for 250s? Just top three. 250s there? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go. Whew. Hunter's on a roll, man. He's thirsty now. He's got it. He knows he did it. He enjoyed beating his brother. He's probably talking a lot of shit to him this weekend. He's in the top three. You think Hunter talks shit? To Jet? Yeah, you know he does. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably a whole different kind of shit too. Like Jet's probably like a little more like bubbly about it, like fuck with him. And Hunter just probably, you know, doing the whole older brother. Um, I'm gonna go have, you know, like if I could drink beer during training season, I would go drink a beer and talk about <laughs> you about it. Um have fun with then, that donut. I'm drinking a Miller Light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I think Cooper's going to have to – he's going to be up there. Um, and then uh, I don't know. Hampshire can't keep going down that many times and not, like, just having a absolute shit weekend. Um, I, don't, I don't think he gets a podium overall next weekend. I think he gets – not because he can't, but because he gets bitten by the chances – he you went think? down four or five times this weekend again. I yeah. He went so, down a lot in uh, Red Bud too, man. That's what I'm saying. Two weekends in a row and not actually getting really bit by something breaking or bad. Um, I mean, granted, he his bad luck got him with the chain. I don't think he gets overall. I think it's uh, Lawrence Cooper Lawrence for the for the overall podium in two fifties. That's kind of what I was thinking. You know, I think um, that's a cheap answer, but I, I don't think it's that cheap considering kind of they're really the most consistent three out of the bunch. Um, but I do have a hard time saying Jeremy isn't going to be top five. I just don't know where he's going to fit in. 
Oh yeah, for sure. He's got to be. He's going to be top five. Oh yeah. What about? I'm curious to see if Alex Martin ends up coming back. Oh shit! He's been riding, but I don't know if he's going to be. He is coming back. I just talked to his team owner later or earlier this week. No, Saturday. He texted me while I was at the track. He will be back. He's coming back to race Millville this weekend. He seems to be posting some positive, some positive vibes about how he's feeling about riding. Um, so that'll be pretty good. Man, he's always a positive vibe person, dude. He would yeah. fit in with Team Fried, man. He should You're be right. Team Fried. Yeah, a little troll doesn't get negative. Yeah. <laughs> what about 450s, man? I But to bounce it back, I can't put Alex in the top five, man. I can't do it. I'm going to oh, maybe, no. maybe top ten, maybe, maybe. Home track, top ten. Home track, I think. top ten, yeah. He's, yeah, I hope. What yeah, about uh, his top ten, man? He's what about the four uh, fifties? Austin Fortner while he's there. Four fifties, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dylan, because large rollers, and Dylan. Um, <laughs> I think the question is, who's going to get third? Well, who are you putting in second? Mm, yeah, Ken. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, actually, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Damn. Ken could not make it on the podium this weekend. Not for any Millville specific reason. AP's going to be hungry as hell. Mm-hmm. You don't just like not finish a finish a moto, right? Because your your bike blows up and not just get hungry for the next one. He's he's been up there. He's been eating it. He had 3 thirds in a row for motos. Yeah. He I was, was there for two of them. He was on it, right? Oh yeah, he was fast. Eli has been has been getting. He's, he went one four one eight one. He could if he gets rid of the crappy first moto, he's totally there. Barsha's Barsha's horny from from last weekend, right? I think if there's a weekend Kenny doesn't get on the podium. Because he went the last four motos, he went two, six, four, two. I think this is the weekend where it shows that maybe he's worn out from doing three in a row. Because this is the first, this will be the first race of the uh, season, summer, where they've done three in a row without a break. Yeah. Yeah. So who are you taking, man? I think I want. Uh, what did you What did you say? DF stood for again. I already forgot. I don't know. Damn fast works. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dylan. Anyways, I forgot what you said. Um, but yeah, Dylan. Dylan's in the top three. I think AP gets an overall, and I think Tomex. I think Tomex figures the first moto out. And then murders everybody in the second moto again. 
So you just bouncing all them up and Kenny down to like fourth place, or are you taking AP at number two and Tomac? At yeah, number Kenny's three? Kenny's in uh, fourth. I think I think Tomac's going to get second or third. I think Tomac could be third, and AP might might come in with a three-two this weekend. That's kind of where I was thinking too. Shit, I don't know. Even man, that's hard to say. AP gets a second. Because then that would mean Dylan gets a third if no, Eli doesn't. gets a first. In my head, the way I had him ranked. Because I was thinking that Eli if comes in with another third. one again. You know, he comes in and wins the second moto for the fourth time in a row. That would mean, you know, because Dylan's the only, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I still think it's a combination of Dylan Tomek and Plessinger. And Kenny just gets fourth because he has a bad second moto. See, I was kind of thinking it was going to be Ferrandez, Rox, and Plessinger because that's pretty much what we've seen quite a bit this year. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Tomac was going to shoot himself in the foot with another horrible um, first moto because let's be honest, if AP didn't blow his bike up, Tomac wasn't getting on the podium this weekend. He would have had what was the points? Tomac had 30, 13. 13. Yeah. And you can't it's hard to put Plessinger outside of the top four right now. Well, he's he like I said, he got three the last three motors in a row. Yeah. So he would have if he would have gotten He's got a second. He's four, got a couple fourth and fifth. What is the? He's got one eighth, and that was the first moto at, or second moto at High Point. Fourth place, eighteen, right? Yeah, he would have had to. He would have had to have gotten um, third to beat Tomac on the podium, which three thirds in a row, totally reasonable. Yeah, I think he could have done it, man. That's I'm stamping it. But if he would have gotten fourth, if he would not have been able to beat. Who mm. wait? Who got? Uh, who ended up getting fourth? If he would have, if he could not have beaten Barsha, or even if he would have just beaten Barsha and gotten fourth in the second moto, Tomek would have won the tiebreaker. I, I think he's got Barsha's number, but I'm going to take Ferrandez, Roxon, Plessinger, which is not too far out of what they are about anyway, um, at least for the last two weeks. Um, and I think I think Tomac shoots himself in the foot. Millville, kind of sandy. Yep. Big Rox rollers. has been the most inconsistent out of those three. Roxon? Mm-hmm. Not by much. Uh, I'm just saying, technically yeah. speaking, when you go 3-3-3, 40th, that's bike failure. Frandis is one two one three, and in those same motos, Ken's two six four two. Yeah, the threes, and then the ones kind of low. He's, he's right there underneath. That. So yeah. he've been a, a third. Yeah, it's the six that, that does it. And that was right in front of me too. I I thought he freaking. I thought he hurt himself, man. That was a weird wreck. Um, it was fast, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Ferrandez, Roxon, Plessinger. And Tomac not maybe a second off of the back of Plessinger's bike. 
I think that's going to be smell the Yamaha fumes. Just yeah, I just I don't know. I I feel like Aaron has everything to prove this this year. Mm-hmm. And oh, I think he, he knows that. In fact, I know he knows that. So we're that's why we're seeing great things. Oh yeah, if he hasn't signed something yet, every great result. In between now and when he actually has to sign something, just raises the dollar value of whatever it is he's signing. Oh yeah. So those are my bold predictions. Do you uh, let us know what your predictions are? Drop them in the comments, and then uh, maybe we can get get some stuff thrown together for a Jesse show. It's at seven o'clock on Thursday. Old John with Jesse, or. I think that's what he calls it. I think it depends on how jolly he's feeling that week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Maybe. He's trying out new stuff. That show, it looked great last weekend, those visuals. He's blowing us out of the water, man. He's giving himself, he's testing out all the cool shit on his show. Well, he's got cool shit, yeah. for one. And two, that's kind of his day job. <laughs> <laughs> he's hiding all those neon signs from us. Oh, yeah. But it's uh, go ahead. Tell us what your predictions are. Just the top three. You don't even have to give us why. Just drop them two fifties, four fifties, and let's give Jesse something to talk about. Maybe we can uh, throw together some stats on this percentage of people pick this person to come in first, second, third. You know. I want to know the who's your your wild card podium guy. Mine, for which one? Everybody's yours and both of them, like because clearly we're uh, all on the same page about like the the four possible guys to be on the podium. I'll who's the it. who's the guy that's like the most likely, in your opinion, to sneak up on the podium that Sexton. people wouldn't? Sexton for four fifties, um, probably. Yeah, I would probably have to say Styles for two fifties. Hmm. Not like because it. he's super consistent or anything like that. It's because he has the speed. That's exactly why he's a wild card. Yeah, he has the speed and he has the skills to do it. It's just a matter of doing it, you know. Um, but I also, it's hard because I wouldn't count Garrett Marchbanks out either. Um, for yeah, just a random podium. Card. Yeah, for just a real random podium. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I could do it um, because he's another one. He's got the speed. He's got the skills. He just has to do it, you know? Do it. Um, yeah. And I'd love to see him do it. Um, it's just, does he though? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I would, I would probably have to say two fifties. I would throw it up to styles. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a pretty, Pretty reasonable wild card. I like that pick. Yeah. I like that pick. What about you? Mm, I feel I feel like I've been infiltrated by your picks. Um I think for this track my random wild card, I think. Hmm. This is a long shot of Pierce Brown. I could see that. I think Pierce. I think Pierce gets it together. I think Barsha's cool attitude gets it to him, and he's finally like, "Yeah, this is it." So you're Speaking taking Barsha for four fifties? 
Oh, no, I'm just thinking, you know, Barsha having been in a good mood in the on the uh, gas gas truck rubs yeah. off on rubs off on Pierce and he's like, I'm gonna fucking do it this weekend. Pierce is good, man. Pierce is good. I think four fifties. Four fifties. I could see um, Craig sneaking on too. <laughs> oh, oh man. That wreck he had in uh practice with just looked like it hurt and it clearly just wore on a little bit this weekend. Um this this is gonna be sad because he shouldn't be a wild card, but I think I think my wild card for uh Millville four fifties podium is Cooper Webb. Uh I see him I see him being right there just sneaky being like, fuck you guys, I got it this weekend. Uh I I can't I don't know. I would love to see it. I, I truly would love to see it. But... It's a wild card, so I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not putting I'm not betting anything on it. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh man. That's that's the one where if it happened, I'd just like stand up and be like, I called it. Oh yeah, I'm just dropping my headset and walking away, bro. Yeah, might drop out of my own room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no. <laughs> what well, happened? I mean, you never know. It's Millville. Oh, and that one, uh, before we forget, too, the. Because you said you haven't gotten to watch all the broadcast, right? No. I think one of my favorite parts of the whole broadcast was 450 Moto 1. If you get a chance to look at it, the podium. JB, uh, Justin Barsha, and AP have a, a pretty funny, just little little moment there on the on the podium that was pretty great to watch uh past just, teammates well no just no just, like no it wasn't anything like that they just had a, a fun like like fuck yeah moment together on the podium it was kind of cool because you know like normally the podium stuff doesn't get interrupted it's all like pretty yeah straightforward it is what it is and like Barsha's just on a roll because this it was funny too because during this broadcast i think was the first time they did the one of those uh dumb interviews with pierce brown in it, I don't think they've aired Pierce's before this weekend. And in his interview, Barsha interrupts it. Um, uh, and it's, it's just pretty funny. Um, and so <laughs> then, of course, it's like the same weekend, Barsha interrupts AP on the on the podium in a fun way. And it was just, I don't know, it was pretty fun to watch. It was totally worth it. It's worth going back and checking out. Yeah, that's, uh, I watched both the first motos, but I fast forward through a lot of that stuff. Um, and then I usually double back for the press conferences rather than the podium speeches, but I'll I'll go back and watch it tomorrow. Yeah, it was pretty fun. They might have a clip of it up sometime soon. And then if you get it, anybody hasn't seen it, if you get a chance, two fifty moto two, watching RJ wrangle his bike over the berm. <laughs> it's like he was trying to take it to the dance. Oh man. All right. Let's get these outros going, man. I gotta go. I gotta go bug my kids. Got Sean over Bro Taco Hot Sauce. I feel like I just broke something when I did that. Um, Sounded like it. Yeah. I got (laughs) Sean over Bro Taco Hot Sauce. Stop by and see him. Throws together a good website and even better hot sauce. Uh, BroTacoFoods.com. Use code PTTG for 20% off at brotacofoods.com. Get you some brap sauce. 
Also, Sunstar Sprockets and Chains, SunstarDashBreaking.com. Use code PTTG30 during checkout to get 30% off your order. Uh, that goes for both Sunstar and Breaking products offered on SunstarDashBreaking.com. Any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at support at SunstarDashBreaking.com. First, the comments. Yeah, or if you just want to talk shit, you can do that too. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably do it right back. It's, it's uh, I'm highly professional. So uh, <laughs> we got a uh, power, the number two, the ground.com. Don't forget to stop by, say hi to Jesse, see all the hard work that he's putting in, not just for himself, but for all of us. Um, it, it's great things, especially starting on this show as just a listener on Spotify and then jumping over to the jug club, getting a couple shirts eventually coming on for uh i think it was the 50th episode was the first time i was on with sean and and steve and and jesse and them and then and now look at like at us i mean we're uh uh i don't know whose idea it was to have me do this uh and then bring in tiller but hey it's working shit will buff out right adults but, make great decisions sometimes oh yeah yeah uh also novapro.media uh, for all your media needs, I am working on Jesse to try to get him to help out some of the amateur motocross guys. Uh, we're going to be working on putting together a couple workshops as well as uh, maybe some like resume builder stuff uh, to help people get sponsorships, kind of navigate that old old waters of uh, trying to get some help for all you weekend warriors with myself included just taking what he knows about media and and all that fun stuff and kind of combining it with what i know from working in the industry for a while we're gonna slam them together and make us a amateur workbook work whatever you call it oreo cookie thing so it's uh yeah (laughs) But I mean, I didn't know how else to explain it, man. We're just, you know, we're gonna combine them together. Uh, that is something that we are working on. We have not forgot about all you little guys. We love you. Um, in fact, you guys are the ones that keep the sport going week to week. Don't let these factory guys fool you. They wouldn't have any money if it wasn't for you guys. So keep doing you. And uh, remember, if you need anything, reach out doesn't even have to be about sprockets or drive lines. You can reach out to myself, Tiller, Jesse, any of us. One of us might know the answer or will Maybe. sound good answering it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking but, of questions, uh, though, do you know uh, Mason Gonzalez? Have you heard anything about him this year? Uh, yes. Um, so he was... I did talk to his dad not too long ago. Um, he was a Sunstar guy for a real long time. Uh, we're trying to bring him back. His ankle leg issue was pretty bad. Um, and I did hear that there were some contract issues uh, because he was out for so long and it w- he wasn't sure when he, or if he was going to be able to come back due to the extent of the injury. Um, but he is back uh kind of getting around on his own power, uh, getting ready to ride and stuff like that again. Uh, he has every intention of, even if he has to load everything up in the back of a Honda Civic, 
to getting to the track to try to do what he can. And that's, uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. That kid's got heart and his dad's got heart and they're a great family. Last year. Yeah. They're a great family, man. So if you, uh, I mean, if you're on the old Instagram or Facebook or something like that, drop by his page, give him a little love, tell him, uh, can't wait to see him back, man. Um, and hopefully, uh, cause I know he was working with both rock river, Yamaha and Phoenix racing Honda. Uh, and he got stuck somewhere when he broke his leg, he was stuck somewhere in between contracts, man. So I am not a hundred percent certain what his future holds as far as racing for a team, but it is also something, um, we'll do what we can, you know, try to give him some love and some support. Um, while you're out there passing love and support, throw a little improv, impromptu thing. Stop over at the uh, Road to Recovery. That's another one where these guys are always looking for help. Even if you just donate one time dollar, go ahead and do it. Uh, and then next year for my birthday in May or hell, maybe even Christmas, uh, I'll do whatever we can raise through like the last week of December, I'll, I'll try my best to match it, uh, for road to recovery. So we'll do that. Um, and I'll get with Jesse and Tiller and we'll hash out the details to try to put together a, a drive for that. Um, cause they are the leading support for everyone that gets hurt in this sport, uh, that we all love to watch on a weekly basis. So, yeah, set up. Go and set up your. If you do Amazon stuff, set up the Amazon Smile on your browser and in your app, and set it to donate to Road to Recovery. I just got an email a week or two ago that showed what my like quarterly donation uh, to yeah. them was for my Amazon purchases, and what they got in general just from everybody's Amazon that has them set up. And it was pretty. It's pretty cool yeah. to see them just getting free money. Yeah, so that's uh, my wife just jumped on. Apparently, she's listening to the show, so uh, hopefully, she didn't hear the beginning part. But <laughs> she said, uh, <laughs> we can match it, so let's do that. Uh, I'll set it up through Christmas week going into the New Year's, whatever power to the ground can raise to do uh, to road to recovery. Me and my wife will match it, so we'll uh, yeah, Oreo. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's do that. I'll work with uh, work with the uh, power to the ground guys and all that. So be on the lookout for all that. It's coming up here pretty quick. So uh, stop by. At least give them a dollar. You know. Other than that, what else? You guys got some homework. Stop by, see Jesse. Stop by, see Sean. Stop by, you know. Tell Mason get better. Stop by Road to Recovery. So. I can't think of what else. He's got two. He's got. He put an update back in April, riding the bike again. Yeah. Yeah. Final Instagram. Hit him up. Yeah. All right, guys. Until next time, what we'll be talking about, old Millville. I might see if I can get like a ghillie suit, dude. Do like a (laughs) Millville monster episode, dude. I don't know. Scare everybody. (laughs) Right. All right, guys. We'll see you all later. Have a great night and a great weekend and if you go out and ride this weekend send us a video on the old facebook we love to watch you guys ride so until next time
Peace.